So just before we finish up today's show, I want to let you know about my next group program, my health kickstart and detox. The best way to start diving into your health, if this is what you're doing and my podcast is motivating you to get started, is to start looking at nutrition, the right way to eat for your body and understanding that, as well as digestion, because you are what you absorb and not just what you eat. And so I teach how to ensure your digestive system is even turned on so that you can benefit from the food that you're putting into your body, as well as sugar. Where is it sneaking into your diet, even when you're trying to be careful? Unfortunately, it's in everything these days, and so it does tend to sneak in. So I combine all of this learning in a group program for support for you, along with setting you up for success on your detox program providing recipes and meal plans, etc., so that you can truly enjoy the benefits of getting those toxins out. I've never had someone get to the end of my program and go, gee, I wish I didn't do that. Instead, I get to hear all of their amazing success stories like, wow, my, I have such mental clarity now. My aches and pains are gone. I'm sleeping better. My bloating and gas and indigestion is gone. So I love hearing that. It motivates me to keep sharing with others because I truly do believe when we get the toxins out, when we create a body that is inhospitable to disease and we make it a lifestyle, that we can get rid of the chronic illness that we have in our world today. So click the show notes to learn more about the program. The link is there. And if you have any questions, book a call with me so we can chat and figure out, is this the right program for you? I look forward to hearing from you. Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake up call. Welcome back to another episode of the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. My name is Melissa Dealey, and this is a special Palooza episode, and I'm here with Maria Mays. Welcome to the show, Maria. Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. I'm grateful to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you, and this is a little bit of a blind date episode where we just grabbed each other in the breakout room, so <laughs> I don't have your bio here for me to share with the audience, so I would love you to introduce yourself to the audience. I would love that. Thank you. So, and thanks to your audience for giving us this space in their day, right? So, uh, my name is Maria Mays, and so I am a teacher. I teach meditation as well as mindfulness, Ayurvedic lifestyle that incorporates things like breath work, nutrition. Um, I'm also teach yoga and coach and mentor one-on-one. -on -one. So I'm a well-being coach. And so that encompasses all aspects uh, that 
encompasses our mental health, our physical health, and our spiritual health. So um, along those lines, I am just in the process of launching my own podcast called Chakras and Chardonnay. And with that, I provide uh, compressed tidbits. So ancient wisdom teachings served up in really easy, digestible practical bites where you can put them into action after the show. And then we explore how to mindfully consume our wine. And so I've been in the wine industry for about 10 years as well. So combining both of those passions has been just so much fun in person in in-person workshops at a beautiful boutique winery here locally that I was really encouraged to take the message to a broader audience. So that's what prompted me to start the podcast. Well, I absolutely love how you've taken both of your passions and melded them together into one to bring something really unique and fun to your audience. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm actually not a wine drinker. However, I know most people are. And what a beautiful lesson to learn how to drink it mindfully and bring that mindfulness component to it. And uh, so I absolutely love what you're doing. And of course, we're so aligned because I also look at the whole body. I'm looking at physical, mental, emotional, spiritual bodies in my work as well. And it's incredible the, the temple that we have, that we live in, and its ability to heal when we address all of that. So absolutely. how did you land in this arena? Well, my journey was a long one <laughs> um, to step in. And it really was one of, of really a transition from self-medicating my anxiety uh, with wine um, mm-hmm. to mindfully enjoying and exploring it after I learned how to meditate. And so really my journey is kind of from self-medicating to meditating. And Love that is what I help other people do, but in a much compressed time frame. I don't want it to take as long for others. So I, um, you know, my story is one like many where, you know, I was a, on the busy hamster wheel of productivity for most of my life. And, um, though I was diagnosed with anxiety or generalized anxiety disorder in my early thirties, the symptoms truly started in childhood, but weren't addressed because, um, at the time I was, um, I was having episodes where I'd lose consciousness and seize. And so initially, uh, diagnosed as having ground mal seizures. And then, you know, in my early forties, actually finally re-diagnosed as a nervous system dysfunction. But along the way, what I found in working with some of the, um, specialists, uh, one of the neurologists I was working with at the Wolf Epilepsy Center here locally said, you know what? I think it's the anxiety that's triggering your seizures. So I think we need to focus on, on really better handling that. Like anxiety, I don't have anxiety. What are you talking about? Right. Um, but I certainly did. I just didn't know um, really what that meant. And for me, it manifested as digestive chaos. It manifested mm-hmm. as, you know, um, short temper with my loved ones. You know, I think the thing that I have found in working with my clientele is that, you know, oftentimes it manifests a little bit differently um, for us than we would think where, you know, and, and, through the Ayurveda teachings, you know, part of what we look at is these things start in the subtle body, right? So we'll start to see symptoms of disease very early on in the subtle body before they manifest physically. And so um, at that time, I had been, you know, on and off uh, seizure meds my whole life and was on anxiety meds and just I was done with pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that to encourage people to get off of them if they're on them and they're working. 
for me in particular, my body, my nervous system was worn out from the, the chemicals that were within those. And so I really needed to look at other ways. And so I started with a breathing practice, the four, seven, eight breath by Dr. Andrew wheel or who made it mainstream Dr. Wheel. And that was like the scratching of, you know, just like the start of it. And then from there it was, okay, this has made an impact. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And then over the course of the next, oh, decade and a half, I transformed my life completely. And so, um, yeah, so it's, it's our breath, I believe is one of our most powerful tools. It's our most powerful healers. It's the quickest way to get from a moment of high anxiety, stress, hypervigilance into calm and connection. And so I incorporate that in, into all of my teachings for sure. And, and just grateful to have stepped out of that and step into a really mindful existence that I live now. But I also um, want to just point out or appreciate that it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, 100%, you know, living this perfect, healthy lifestyle 100% of the time, because that's not reality. I still have a lot of day-to-day stresses. I still have two teenagers. I still have a business to build and a, you know, uh, a mother and mother-in-law to take care of. And, you know, I'm a wife. And so we wear all these roles, right? Or these hats and have all these roles. And sometimes that can get overwhelming. And that's truly what happened to me where I, I kind of tapped out and hit a brick wall um, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And mm-hmm. that's really what started me on the journey to discover my breath, to discover these different practices. And over the course of a, a little over a decade, um, finally step into where I'm at today, which is, I'm going to use the word baseline of inner peace in that I have a baseline of inner peace, but there's still going to be challenges in life, unexpected occurrences that are going to rock that boat, right? And now, rather than falling off the raft and trying to swim at stream and scream and yell and holler, now I might fall off, but I'll float and easily find that preserver and come back on. And so that's the main difference. And I'd encourage your audience to just, you know, consider consider this journey as, as they look at their journey that, you know, we're never going to be in that perfect state 100% of the time. But if we can build that baseline and create that resilience using tools and techniques, that's going to allow us to then flow with the real difficult times. Are you a practitioner or a coach listening to this? If so, I would love to ask you, do you use hypnotherapy in your practice working with clients? And if not, would you like to? The power of hypnotherapy is limitless. And so often we experience our clients struggling to reach their goals. It's because they're coming up against their own brick walls and getting stuck, but you can help them through the power of hypnosis, break through all of that, working with their unconscious mind to put the suggestions in, to have them taking the action to achieve the results that they want. They are thrilled with your coaching techniques. They're getting the results they want. You feel amazing because you are helping your client get the results they want 
it's a win-win. And another win is that it's an added revenue stream for you in your business. So if you like the feel of helping your clients get the results they want, if you like the sound of that, then definitely reach out Melissa at yourguidedhealthjourney.com or click the link tree link below for my unlimited power of hypnosis class to learn more. It's a weekend designation program that I teach valid in 42 countries. You write an exam after taking the experiential course and you can be admitted to the American Board of Hypnotherapy and start using hypnotherapy one-to-one with your clients and have them achieving the results they want. I love all of that you're sharing. And I just did another Potapalooza podcast and we were talking about laughter as well. Mm. After being a healing medicine. And of course, with laughter, we're also using our breath. We may not Uh be counting our breath, but we are exhaling stale breath, et cetera. And I love working with our breath because we always have it with us. It's absolutely free and you can do it absolutely anywhere, anytime. And Mm -hmm. I use five, five, seven breathing. You said four, seven, eight, doesn't matter. As long as the exhale is longer than the inhale, it drops us out of our fight or flight state and into our parasympathetic rest and digest state. And so it is so powerful. And I'm glad that you found it and you've been able to, you know, get yourself out of that high anxiety state with seizures into this place of being fully present and using mindfulness in your life today to thrive. And I also love that you said that you're not hundred percent perfect. And that's always something to share because we can't be, we're human, right? And if we strive for perfection, we're not going to get there. And then we're beating ourselves up for not getting there, or we're there for a moment. And then we fall off and beat ourselves up. For sure. 1% better every day though, creates huge improvement. And we can look back and see how far we've come. For sure. I definitely think, you know, having um, that self-compassion and having grace for self is a really important part of the work that I do because we're not taught that. We really aren't. And, you know, in order to get there, we first have to become self-aware and realize we're we're not very kind to ourselves, right? And so there's that process of developing and cultivating the skill of self-awareness to then step into that self-compassion. And I feel like if you have those two things, then you can really be present for those that you lead. I do a lot of work with small businesses, stress management for small business, uh, for those that you lead at home as a parent, and just for anybody you're connecting with, even right here, right? So yeah, I'm really grateful for the healing power of the breath. So I say I had a, um, my breath is more powerful than my Ativan. And so if, if you're not familiar with it, it's, it's lorazepam's a benzodiazepine that's used for anxiety and panic attacks. So, um, so yeah, I talk a little bit about that with some of my work as well. And so I just want the audience to truly hear that because this is something that your medical doctor isn't necessarily going to share with you. They don't have the time to teach you about stress reducing activities and learning how to use your breath to get yourself out of that state of anxiety. They write you a prescription. And then if you are struggling with side effects, they write you another one. Or if it's not working, they give you a stronger dose. And yet so much of our healing journey is already contained within us. And one thing I really want the audience to understand is that your body does not heal in a stressed out state. 
Mm. We have to get into our rest and digest state in order for the body to be able to heal. And in today's world, that isn't happening often enough. And yet with your breath, with meditation work that Maria is talking about here, you do get out of that stressed out state into your rest and digest state and into that place of healing. Yeah. We each have a unique capacity to heal. I believe that with every cell in my being. And um, just to circle back to the self-compassion piece, if, you know, one of your audience members is listening and thinking, okay, well, I'm on this, you know, Lexapro, or I want to get off the Zoloft or what have you start with self-compassion. I mean, these things are there for a beautiful reason. They really helped me through some difficult times, but the fact that you're thinking about, is there another way? Allow that to then allow your curiosity to take you forward and challenge maybe um, the position you're working with to are there other things that I could be doing or seek out some of these um, different modalities, um, but be compassionate to yourself as you do it. And if you're not ready, then you're not ready. Be compassionate about yourself about that, too. So I think it's there's such an opportunity, I think, within the healthcare arena, too, because I do serve a lot of healthcare. Um, clients for them to learn these modalities, right? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times they're not teaching them because they weren't taught them. So, you know, but we have this now much broader understanding of neuroscience, of the nervous system, and we have data that supports all these ancient teachings. So really, in my mind, that is uh, putting us in a spot of needing to take responsibility to share them. So I agree with you that they really need to be brought into these spaces. It needs to be part of the conversation with the healthcare practitioner. And, um, you know, when we have this knowledge, we need to share it. So grateful um, to be able to share it here today. So, yeah, absolutely. And to your point, in terms of people having compassion for themselves, you don't know what you don't know until you do know. And then when you do know, then you can make a choice and you can start to, you know, do some more research and go down some different paths, but don't beat yourself up. If you're listening to this going, Oh, if only I'd known you didn't, that's wasted energy. Don't worry about it. However, you can look forward as to what it is you might like to do moving forward. And to your point quite a bit earlier in this episode, don't just stop taking your medication. You definitely don't want to do that. You want to be working with a practitioner that can help you guide guide you down safely while mm-hmm. you implement these new techniques that you want to be using in order to help your body, your mind calm. Yeah. And they're not mutually exclusive, right? I mean, we can be leveraging breath work protocols. We can learn how to meditate and still rely on pharmaceuticals. So it's just, you know, exactly. there's just so many there's so many, I think what we're really trying to hone into here is, is we are so much more powerful than we think. And we tend to outsource our health because that's the culture that we were born into. But it's really, I feel like 2023 and going forward, it's time to insource our health. It's time to be our own advocates, to really tap into the wisdom that we each have inside of us. I mean, I had this wisdom inside me for the longest time, but it just couldn't come out until I had a little break in the stone that let a little bit of light in and then had some guides along the way to help me with that. So we each have this unique capacity to heal. So we absolutely do. Our human body and bodies, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, 
are so miraculous in their ability to heal. And so on that note, what does don't wait for your wake up call mean to you? Hmm, don't wait for your wake up call. I would say you don't have to wait until you have a, let's say a nervous breakdown until you find yourself at rock bottom um, to use these modalities. I really think that, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I, I and I'm a tough learner. I had to um, learn the same lesson several times in a lot of different ways in my life. And um, if we can cultivate, so I would say that the the definition I would put there is if we can cultivate a dialogue between the physical form and the mental form and the spiritual form, and that's truly what yoga is union, right? If we can create that dialogue then we don't have to wait until there's a huge event, right? The the breakdown, the rock bottom. If you can start today cultivating, what is my body saying? Have I been sitting too long? Have I been at the keyboard too long? You know, what do I need to give it? Like just having that that dialogue, I think that's that's really, really key. So that's where it all starts. I love that. Thank you. And if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to do that? So you can uh, hit me up at my website, which is take5.health. So it's .health rather than .com to remind you that your health should be a priority and that you can insource it. Um, my email is maria take5.health. And then you can also access the podcast through there or um, through Chakras and Chardonnay is the name of the podcast. The trailer's already out on all the different uh, podcast platforms and episodes will be dropping out soon. So either way, you can connect to me that way. So Wonderful. And is there a gift that you would like to leave the audience that you would like to share? Uh, sure. If you hit take5.health, and hit subscribe, what you're gonna receive is a five minute workplace relaxation. Can be done at home too, but it's designed to be done anytime, anywhere, where it drops you into a more calm, restful, parasympathetic state. You can do it in your work clothes. I'm often doing these at my desk. Um, so you'll get a free um, video where I guide you through a take five, five minute guided relaxation, and then you'll get um, a highlighted one each week as a subscriber, so. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. And are there any last tips that you'd like to leave the audience with? Um, just that the most powerful healing tool you have is your breath. And so if you can't take five minutes for yourself, just take five slower than normal, deeper than normal breath cycles and just notice what shifts. Easy to do anytime, anywhere. Thank you for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom, your experience, and giving these powerful tips to others. I really appreciate it, Maria. And to my audience, if any of this has resonated with you or you know someone else who needs to hear it, please share this episode. It literally could save a life. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. 
It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.